the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thomas Fortino and Brian Uselding are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and AM560 The Answer Radio are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the field of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their individual situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Now stay tuned for the Alpha Wealth Hour, heard every Saturday at 9 a.m., right here on AM560, The Answer. It's time for the Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, the show that brings together the trilogy of estate, tax, and retirement planning. The show that teaches you how to make all the right moves with regard to money making, tax savings, and estate protection. Are you ready to thrive through the financial chaos? Here are your hosts, Tom Fortino and Brian Usolding. Good morning, everyone. Today we have a great show, as always. It's always a great show. But you know what? Today we're going to talk about um, deadlines. And it's been said... uh, A deadline is a negative inspiration. We hear that term, but it's still better than no inspiration at all, right? And we're coming up against some deadlines. There's deadlines that we know a lot about or we're very familiar with. April 15th, that's a deadline. I don't know. There's other deadlines, I guess. But the one we're talking about, of course, is the end of the year. Uh, There's things that we can be doing. What do I mean by that? I mean, we have to take required minimum distributions. There's Roth conversions that happen to happen, have to happen before the end of the year if we want to do that. There's charitable deductions, gifting, all of these things, 401k contributions, employer plan contributions, offsetting gains and losses. And there's a lot of these things to talk about today, but you have a deadline. It's December 31st. If you do not do these things prior to December 31st, you have potentially lost another year of keeping more money in your pocket. And we're talking about not just this year, but then you can do it every subsequent year after that. So today what we're going to talk about, in fact, we have a workshop coming up. I think it's November 19th, um, that you can attend as well, that we're going to get into this in more detail. But we also have the reports that we get out. You know the drill. We provide as much information as we can on this. But there's all these things that we have to look at. I mean, how many of you sit down with your advisors? I mean, we do quarterly reviews with our, our clients. But one of the things we do is, besides the tax review we do, we also do an end-of-year planning review. We talk about some of these ideas. And as I said, they can be very significant. Uh, for example... You have until the end of the year to take a required minimum distribution. You have until the end of the year, as I said, to do a Roth conversion. Now, you can make contributions until April 15th, but your conversion for this year, for the tax year 2016, has to happen before December 31st. So think about that. If I'm trying to shift more money into a tax-free bucket and create more tax-free benefits, well, I have until the end of the year maybe to do some conversions. And 
and if we miss that opportunity, well, again, there's another uh, another year lost. So hopefully this is going to create some urgency. That's one of the struggles we have in this industry is creating urgency. But Roth conversions do have to happen before the end of the year. And so what we'll do also is I'll include the tax table here so you can you can determine how that works and how much you may want to convert before the end of the year. In fact, there's some other ideas we want to get into today. But I'll, I, what I'll do is right now I'm just going to offer the end of your planning report. We'll also include the RMD worksheets and tax tables in this. We'll include a packet for you for the end of the year of some of these planning ideas. As I said, charitable deductions, which we'll talk about more. Think about this. You may you could go up and clean out your attic or your garage, wherever you have it. If you had $2,000 of charitable deductions, you add up all these things, whether it's uh, appliances and, and uh, you know, clothing and whatever it may be, that's $2,000. If you're in a 25%, 25% tax bracket, you know, that's $500 of tax savings. And I'm just giving you one example. There's so many more ideas that we can get we can get in today, but I want to just offer this end-of-year planning report because otherwise we're doing what we call this rear-view mentality. Now we're, April 15th comes around, and it's, it's, it's done. You can't do anything more. As soon as that clock ticks from December 31st to January 1st, it's over. You've lost that taxable year to do some things. So we want to talk about all these different ideas that are available to me. We can get into RMDs. Like, for example, you have a required minimum distribution. And by the way, we're looking at two months. You have two months left to do this. So you have required minimum distributions, right? Now, there are two ways you're going to have required minimum distributions, right? It's not just 70 and a half. Yeah, it's, it's, it's at 70 and a half or, or the year you turn 70 and a half or if you've inherited a, a retirement account from somebody other than your spouse, your parents' old retirement account, uh, a sibling's retirement account, whatever it may be. If you inherited this retirement account and it was not your spouse's, you cannot assume ownership. Therefore, if you create an inherited or yeah. stretch out IRA to prolong that uh, the the tax postponement, um, you're going to have required minimum distributions based on your age prior to 70 and a half. So those are things that need to be done on an annual basis. Every year you need to take this out. So if you haven't done it yet, it's something that needs to be done. Again, like we, like Tom said, we have 60 days. It's, it's crazy that uh, we're, we're, we're in yeah. November already. Time flies. Uh, but again, these deadlines. We're approaching November. Deadlines, like Tom is. said, some, for some reason when we say it, it seems to have a negative connotation. But we need it. Every once in a while we need that kick in the, in the rear to kind of say, you have to do this. You've put yeah. this off. Long enough because uh, inevitably we're procrastinators. Life has a way of getting in the way of things, and before we know it, it's November uh, of 2016, and we're like, "Wow, I haven't, you know, I wanted yeah. to do this back in April, and I just haven't done it." And you know, you're not alone there. Think of look at what happens in in in, in the highest office of the land in Congress. How often they go to that deadline of, "Oh, we're going to shut down unless mm-hmm. we get something passed," and then they get it shut down in the final hour. Again, you need those deadlines every once in a while so people can finally get off, make that decision. Um, yeah, and do what they need to. So again, we're talking about end of year planning because uh, once that clock strikes midnight on, and we we click over to 2017, like Tom said, yeah. an, another year could be lost. Well, this is and, it, and I'm not doing this for a fact, but we're talking about potentially thousands and thousands of dollars. I gave you one example already with your charitable contributions for this year. Uh, a few thousand dollars of charitable contributions on stuff that's kind of just laying around. That could mean five hundred, if six hundred, seven hundred dollars in tax savings alone on one example. And we have many more to get into. But let me make another comment about these required minimum distributions, the RMDs. And as I said, we will include the worksheet and the life expectancy tables in this packet, so you can actually do the calculation. But you need to be aware of this because if you do not do it, and I said, as I said. There's two instances where you have to take, or Brian said, two instances where you have to take a required minimum distribution. One is 
that we usually know about. We're aware of, hey, I'm 70 and a half. I have an IRA. I have to take some amount out. The government says no more complete tax deferral. You need to take a required distribution. There's also if you inherit an IRA, and this is becoming more and more common. I remember I've been doing this 20 years. I remember 20 years ago, 15 years ago, it wasn't that often we saw inherited IRAs. They are becoming very common now. So if you have an inherited IRA, you inherited an IRA from one of your parents or a, or a cousin or a relative, you need to take a required minimum distribution based on your life expectancy. And by the way, it is a different worksheet. It's an individual life expectancy worksheet as opposed to the uniform table if you're 70 and a half. Isn't this fun, this, this IRS crap? But it is true. You do have to take a required distribution. Now, one thing you need to understand or be aware of is if you don't take the right distribution or you forget to take a distribution, it is a 50% penalty. That's right, 50%. So if you were supposed to take out a $10,000 distribution, required distribution, and you forgot, that's $5,000 in taxes and penalties that you will pay. And that's just the worksheet. I've seen it. It's an IRS worksheet. So this is very important that you, um, you, you understand how the RMDs work taking them out and understand where you need to take them out. Now, look, if you have, so here's basically, I'll give you the basic exam. You basically add up every retirement account you have and you divide by the number off this table. It's based on your age. There's going to be a corresponding number. If you're 70, divide by 27.4. If you're 71, you divide by 26.5. If you're 72, you divide by 25.6. You see, you're dividing by a a bigger, I'm sorry, you're dividing by a bigger and bigger number, which means as you age, if your account stays the same or grows, you will be taking out more each year. So again, you need to understand. Now, there is a caveat to that, and I think we talked about this the other day, Brian. If you have an old 401k, in other words, um, normally, if you let's say you have five IRAs, you add them all up, you divide by the number, says you got to take out $10,000. You don't have to take a little piece out of every one. You can take it all out of one because it's $10,000 of taxable money, regardless of where you take it out. Now, if, but here's the caveat. If you have a four, an old 401k you never rolled, all right, and it's still sitting at the custodian at the old 401k, you need to take, that doesn't apply. You have to take money out of that one separately. So you need to understand these rules because if you don't, again, a 50% penalty, that's kind of non-negotiable. Yeah, and it's, it's, not, it's not just a little slap on the wrist. It's 50%. And, again, it's something that can easily be missed or overlooked. Either you don't take out the right amount or, like Tom said, you, you have an old 401K that you never rolled over. Um, yeah. and, and, again, that, that one is different. It's an outlier, and you have to take a specific amount specifically out of that account. Otherwise, it's not satisfied. So it's, under, it's, it's important to understand, like anything in life, understand the rules yeah. of the game you're playing so you can, you can have a strategy and plan efficiently. And that's what we're here to do today. We're here to help you with a strategy. We're to help you understand the rules of the game so that you, yeah. can, you, can, you can win. You can keep well, more money in your pocket and, 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 and feel good at the end of the day that you have a plan in place. Hey, and it's all about keeping more money in your pocket. And if you understand these rules, which, again, in this industry, I think things are made too complicated. They're not explained to the client. That's what we try to do is educate you as much as possible so you can make moves that keep more money in your pocket, do the best thing for your family. And this is just one example. I want you to know you have the end of the year. That's a deadline to do this. And so there's more planning on this than, than uh, we can get into right now. But understand, if you are inheriting an IRA, you know you want to keep it in an inherited IRA and, and defer it over your lifetime. You don't have to take it all at once and pay all the tax. One other comment I'll make, it's always taxable to you. Oh, one other thing before I forget. Roth IRAs do not have a distribution, required distribution during your lifetime. A Roth IRA does not have a required distribution. However, if you inherit a Roth, it does have 
uh, inherited Roths do have distribution requirements. So understand all those. Again, here I'm going to offer the end of your planning packet. We have so much more to get into. Some other tax moves that are hopefully will keep more money in your pocket. So give us a call. We'll get you the end of your planning packet with the worksheets. And also, you can uh, sign up. Go to our website if you want to and sign up for our workshop, end of your planning workshop. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Or go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. You'll listen to Tom and Brian here on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back, everyone. Today we're talking about deadlines, and there's a deadline approaching. I don't know. You may have deadlines in your life. I'm not sure. what. I don't know what's going on in your life personally, but I know one deadline that's going to impact everybody, and that's December 31st. You might be kissing your loved one, but you're also going to be kissing a year goodbye, and you may be kissing away some uh, opportunities to do some things. We've talked already about some things you have to do before year end, which is if you're over 70 and a half or you've inherited a retirement account, you have to take a required minimum. Well, I don't want to say you don't have to, but if you don't take the required minimum distribution, there's a 50% penalty on it. You need to know how that works and be able to calculate it. That's why we offered the worksheets and the report. So that's something, again, year in and year out, you need to be aware of how that works. How do you take the money out? By the way, if you have a Roth IRA, Roth IRAs, besides being tax-free, which we're going to talk about Roths in a second, besides being tax-free when you take the money out, you do not have a required minimum distribution as an owner. Now, if it's inherited, you do have a required minimum distribution. So these are things we need to be aware of, all these rules. And unfortunately, in this industry, I guess, you know, we do it as advisors. We do a lot. We actually we have an end-of-year planning meeting because each year is different, and there may be some opportunities to do some things. I'm going to give some examples. But we'll offer this end-of-year planning report again with the worksheets, the RMD worksheets, the life expectancy tables, the tax tables. A lot of great ideas in there to save you some money. So give us a call for these reports. It doesn't matter where you're at in stage in your life. These are things that you can use. And this planning checklist, this planning report, you can save it and pull it out at the end of the quarter next year, too. So give us a call for that information. 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Let's talk about, we've got all these things. I don't know if we'll get into everything today, but... 401ks, if you have an employer plan, Mm -hmm. this is important to understand because you have different deadlines. A lot of people say, well, I can contribute to my IRA or my Roth until April 15th. That's a contribution, not a conversion, which we'll talk about. But employer plans, those those go on an annual basis. And so, we again, we have maybe a couple months, give or take, to make contributions to these plans. We need to understand there are limits, right? I mean... Employer plans, you can put up to $24,000 if you're over age 50, as an example, mm-hmm. into a 401k. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty often when we sit down with people and they come into our office, we say, you know, what do you put in your plan? I really don't know. What is the match? I'm really not sure. I mean, we go through these, but here's an opportunity and an assignment I guess we'll give you. And if, as I've said, if you come away with one good thing today, we've had a successful show. Um, but uh, employer plans... There's some opportunity to make up some lost ground. I mean, there's not much time. Again, we have a deadline, December 31st. We do. But again, that, that deadline, 
it can be a useful tool. And, and for your employee sponsor plan, it's time to pull out that that the plan itself and say, okay, how much have I contributed? What well, I'm contributing on an annual basis? Maybe your salary's changed. Maybe you've gotten a raise. Maybe it makes sense to readjust as you get another year older. Maybe you need to look at maybe starting to contribute more to that plan. Are you maxing out the match? What is the match? And are you maxing out? Can you do an in-service rollover? And that's taking money from an active 401k and moving it to a self-directed IRA. There's all these things you want to, it, it makes sense to look at before the end of the year. It makes sense to understand these rules. Yeah. So next year and the years going forward, you're better aware of the, the main plan or strategy that you're contributing to. For most people, their 401ks or employee-sponsored plans are their biggest source of retirement savings. So why not give a better understanding of that? Also, yeah. look at where you are and do you need to rebalance? Has your plan gotten yeah. a little out of whack based upon either contributions or gains in the account? I mean, if you look at it over the last yeah. few years, the stock market, when I say the stock market, I'm being facetious here, the U.S. large cap stock market has been yep. single-handedly the, the highest performer over the last few years. That may have caused a lot of people's large cap domestic stock allocations to grow yeah. substantially to the rest of the plan. Maybe you're, now you're carrying too much risk than you than you may have attended originally. And if we have a market pullback, yeah. maybe it makes sense to rebalance before that happens so you're not just getting your heads out over your skis. Well, here's the other thing. And one of the things I was alluding to here was the fact that besides doing some of this rebalancing, keep in mind when I talk about your contributions, if you can put up, I'm going to use this example, if you can put up to 24000 into your plan and you pull out your W-2, you know, your last, I'm sorry, W-2, your last statement, or just call them your last paycheck, it'll show you what your contributions have been year to date. So, for example, if I put $10,000 in year to date, that means I can put in another $14,000 before the end of the year. Again, the window is closing. It's kind of like those spy movies where the door keeps coming down farther and farther, and you got the guy's got to, person's got to dive under it to get out. <clears throat> that door is closing. So, you actually have a couple months to add money to this. You could say, I'm going to. Uh, accelerate my contributions or say, keep my whole paycheck for the next month in my 401k. I want to get it maxed out. What does that mean? I, if I have 10000 now and I can put another 10000 in before the end of the year, I can tell my uh, employer, hey, take more money out, uh, accelerate my contributions. Think about this. If I'm in a, again, I, I'll use a simple example. I'm paying 30% in taxes per year on my income, combined federal and state, okay, um, I can take if I put ten thousand more into my four hundred one k or four hundred three b or forfeit whatever it may be, I'm able to do that because I know my contributions. That's ten thousand now that will not appear. Remember December thirty first, this rear view mirror. If I don't do anything, then after December thirty first, that ten thousand will be on my W two will be on my tax return. If I put it into my four hundred one k, that's ten thousand that that now will not be taxable income next year at a thirty percent clip. That's three thousand dollars. So now you see how we start adding this up. I talked about making charitable contributions, getting $500 to $1,000 of uh, deductions there. Now I have another $3,000 that I've been able to take on my town. There's another $4,000 that I have not turned over to the government this year. And I don't know your, your total situation, but I'm saying I've given you just two examples. And there's other things that we're going to get into today that you can be doing. So again, 401k plans, 403d, employer plans, whatever employer plan you have, the most common ones we're talking about, you have until December 31st to max them out. So you're, if, if you do nothing, as I said, you've done one good thing today where you, first of all, you've, you've defined what your contributions are and you now know it. 
You know what the match is, but you also know what you're putting into the plan, and now do you want to max it out before the end of the year? Again, you have until December 31st. You cannot put more in after December 31st and have it come off your taxable return. So that's another example that's in this year-end planning report. So let me offer this again. And it's going to have other ideas, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get in today, but it will cover some of these things we talked about. As I said, offsetting gains and losses, doing Roth conversions, maxing out your 401k, gifting and charitable deductions. So all of this is in there. There are ideas that apply to you no matter what phase of life you're in. Uh, so there's, this is a great checklist to, to start with. We'll include the worksheets and the tables as well. Give us a call, 800-748-3185, 800 748 748-3185 to get this information. Now, uh, those are a couple different ideas that we can get into. Um, I, I, maybe we'll get into some of the Roth conversions, and then I want to get into what's going to happen as far as gains and losses. If you do have capital gains that you have to pay taxes on, there may be some things you can do before the end of the year. But let's talk a little bit about Roth conversions. Again, there are two ways to get money into Roth. I try to oversimplify this. Well, if you have Roth 401ks, we'll take that. But Well, it's the same thing. You can make a contribution or you can do a conversion. Those are two different things. Now, contributions can be made until April 15 into a Roth IRA for the taxable year of 2016. Conversions have to happen again. We're talking about back on this deadline of December 31st. So if you want to make a conversion to a Roth this year and it makes sense, you know, you have a year to do it. And it's nice to spread it out typically. Typically, for example, if you have 100000 in an IRA and you're saying, boy, because that's all taxable to you. And that's another thing that we do is forward tax planning with our clients. Again, you don't see it too often in this industry. I always say, when was the last time your advisor looked at your tax return? We look at our client's tax return. We understand what your marginal tax bracket is. We understand where your taxable income is. So, for example, if you have 100000 in a Roth, you wouldn't normally, again, everybody's situation is unique. You're not normally going to, I'm sorry, in a traditional IRA, you don't say, I'm going to convert the whole thing to a Roth. Take that 100000 chunk of money and put it in a Roth today before the end of the year because all that 100000 becomes taxable to you. So there's strategies, and that's why I'm going to include the tax table, to not do it all at once but maybe spread it over time. And these are things that we talk about, right? And it's the end of the year. Absolutely. It's a great way to look down and say, okay, last year and this year is somewhat similar. Last year I was in a 25% marginal tax bracket, and I had uh, you know an additional $10,000 that I could have earned and still been in the 25% tax bracket. Then maybe it makes sense to convert a piece of your IRA, 10000 at the 25% rate, over to a Roth, pay that 10% tax, and then never have to worry about a tax implication on that money again. And then next year you can do the same thing and the same thing. So over time, that 100000 is now converted to a Roth. So many times we sit down with folks that go, man, I wish I did this sooner. Yeah. Well, now is the time to do it. Yeah, that's why we talk about these deadlines. So if we miss December 31st and I've got this five dollars to $10,000 gap before I hit another tax bracket, you know, this, we don't want to lose that opportunity. So give us a call for the year-end planning report, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185. Coming up, I want to talk about some ideas on a two-step Roth conversion that you might not be aware of, as well as how to offset gains and losses, again, to minimize taxes for next year. You listen to Tom and Brian on AM560, The Answer.
Hello, everybody. Today we're talking about um, stopping that rearview mentality, as we say. We're coming up to a deadline. We have a few months, and the clock keeps ticking. It just does not wait. We always like to say time waits for no one. Um, and so there's some ideas that you can do, not only this year, but every year. I mean, we talk about this. It's interesting. You know, I remember talking about this last year. And uh, hopefully uh, some of you took advantage of the information we provided and you made some moves. Look, you know, there are so many things you can do between now and the end of December 31st. And as I said, it, it, that could result in thousands of dollars. I've given examples. I'll give them again. It, is, it can result in thousands of dollars staying in your pocket, working for you, going, you know, working for you in retirement as well. And uh, if you don't do them this year, we miss another year, uh, whether it's uh, maxing out your employer plan, right? If you put 10000 more in there than you're putting in now, if you can put 5000 more at a 30% clip, that's anywhere from 1500 to $3,000 of uh, taxable or taxes that will be not owed next year. You can do charitable um, deductions. Look, if you have $1,000 worth of clothing and stuff adds up, you know, you, you appliances and things laying around the house. There's another three five hundred dollars that you'd be able to take off your taxable income. These are things that we can be doing. We've talked about now some Roth conversions and strategies there. I want to get into that, and then we're going to get into the uh, unrealized gains and losses, which again, um, these are tax tax strategies that we talk about and we work with our clients. And uh, it also ultimately means you give a little less to Uncle Sam, which is always a good thing. I know they know how to spend money really well, but it's probably better that it keep, you keep it in your pocket, and that's what we're all about. Uh, you know, we are an investment advisory firm. We do retirement planning. We're a retirement planning specialist, but this is part of it. This is what we call planning. I mean, we try to give you actionable items. I know we listen to some of these other shows, and it's kind of a little fluff. They are, but hey, that's okay. We, you know, they're on. They're, they're somewhat superfluous, but we want to get down to the meat. We want to provide some uh, some ideas here that you can actually use, uh, and that's what we do every week. And so, let me get back to these Roth conversions. Um, we talked about the fact that you don't have to do them all at once, right? If you have a hundred thousand dollar, and this is why when I say if you miss a year, that's a year to move a, a portion of it. And now you, you're into the next year. So let's say you have a ten hundred thousand dollar IRA, you can move it over in ten thousand dollars pieces for ten years. Mm-hmm. As time passes, as we said, you know, and, and you don't want. That's why it's so important to look at these deadlines. If you miss this year to do it in a lower tax bracket. Um, you missed another year of maybe getting a little more into a tax-free account, and this is significant. So why that's why we include the tax tables in this, because you'll be able to pull out your 1040, look at your taxable income, look at the tax table we're providing with all the other things we're giving you, the year-end planning report and so on, and see where you are and say, hey, I, I have some wiggle room here. I can pull some money out of lower tax brackets. So if I said to you, look, you can pull out $10,000, pay 25% on it, never pay tax on it the rest of your life, would you do it? Well, if the answer is yes, well, here's an opportunity to take advantage of that. Um, so these are ideas and strategies you can use year in and year out. And at the end of 10 years now, again, you look back and you think, wow, look at where I'm at today. We call that forward tax planning. And we do that. That's routine for us. This is what we do with our clients. Yeah. But I also want to talk, I don't know if you want to make a comment on this. Well, or I think one of the things is people think, oh, if I do this conversion, I have to do it all at once. I have to do that 50000 yeah. all at, at one. Well, no, no, that's not. That's just not true. Secondly, yeah, maybe 10000 a year over 10 years sounds like, oh, okay, if I miss this year, it's not a big deal. But no, we've when we run these plans, we've talked about on other shows, when we sit down and we run retirement plans, sometimes it's the littlest changes, the littlest moves. Yeah. And we like the analogy. Sometimes it's the smallest hinges that can move uh, the heaviest of doors. By missing that year, you may be setting yourself back. Uh, and it's something that could be the difference between financial success in the future and, and, and just 
struggling to get by. So, yeah. again, that's why these deadlines are important. That's why this show is so important. And we do the end-of-year planning. We have the reports. We have the yeah. workshop coming up because we believe that we, we want you informed as you enter into this end-of-the-year and head to that deadline. Well, let me give you one other thing I want to talk about. Some of you, when we talk about Roth conversions versus Roth contributions, and this is where it gets even more important. Well, maybe. Well, it just it's something you normally can't do. If you're phased out of a Roth contribution, you make uh, as a couple. I think it's over 189,000 joint. There's different levels where you are now phased out. You cannot contribute to a Roth. You can always convert to a Roth. There is no income testing for Roth conversions, right? So here's what you can consider doing. Okay, to get money, you can make a non-deductible. It's called a two-step process. You can make a non-deductible contribution to an IRA, a traditional IRA, and it's, you're not deducting it. So let's say there's you're a couple. You each put 6500 each. That's 13000 that you put into a non-deductible IRA. Didn't take a deduction. Well, now it's in a traditional IRA. Guess what? The second step is I convert it now. I didn't do a contribution to an, a Roth. I converted to a Roth. So I first have to get it into an IRA. I do that by making a non-deductible contribution to an IRA, then I can convert it to a Roth regardless of my income. So now, I again, see this end of year and where I say we miss another year? You have until December 31st to do this two-step process. Non-deductible IRA contribution, Roth conversion. I can get $13,000 and I have until December 31st. Otherwise, I've just lost another year. That's why we get a little adamant about these things. So think about it. I could do 13000 this year. I could do 13000 next year. Now, there's, I just... I don't know your situation. I'm, there's a caveat to some of these things, but I'm giving you some ideas. You should either talk to your advisor or your accountant. So these are things that we can do. Get this end-of-year planning report and the checklist, the, the worksheets, 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Listen to Tom and Brian on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back, everyone. You know, they say a goal is a dream with a deadline. And good news is we have a deadline coming up. So we're going to have some goals. If you have a dream, let's make it a goal and let's set a deadline. That's what happens. So we do have a deadline coming up. It's December 31st. And we've talked about this. Um, You know, these deadlines and things that you need to do before December 31st, whether it's maxing out contributions to your 401k, 403b, your employer plan, you have until December 31st to do that. Do you want to make charitable contributions, which are deductible? You have until December 31st. Do you want to do a Roth conversion for this year? You have until December 31st. Do you want to offset gains in taxes? We're going to talk about that in a second, gains and, and losses. But I do want to make one more comment on the Roth conversion. I'm going to offer the report again, and then we do have a workshop coming up. But if you look at... um Again, the Roth conversions, and we talked about doing it over a period of years, and we'll include the tax table in this so you can look and, and really have a strategy of doing this. Um, I mentioned, and I just, because we we're coming up against the break, so I didn't, I just again want to reiterate if you are um, over a certain income level and you cannot make contributions to a Roth because it is income tested, you can make conversions to a Roth. And so if you have, uh, you know, if you if you don't have traditional IRAs, you can set up a traditional IRA, make a non-deductible contribution to an because you can make a non-deductible contribution to an IRA. You're not taking a tax deduction for it. 
You can place 6500 per person if you're over 50 into each one for you and your spouse. That's 13000 that you have now combined put into these traditional IRAs without a deduction. Now that they are in an IRA, you can convert. You position them to do the conversion because, remember, conversions are not income tested. That gets that into a Roth. So you've effectively gotten 13000 into a Roth IRA this year. Guess what? You can do it next year. Guess what? You can do it the year after. So think about that. Over a three-year period, I've effectively done 26, 30, almost 40000 plus the growth that I've repositioned into a tax-free account that is tax-free for the rest of my life. These are things that we can be looking at and we should be aware of. Unfortunately, we're not typically getting this advice. Look, we're investment advisors. We're retirement specialists. We do all that, too. But I don't get where the taxes are separate from the advisory business because, you know, again, it's it's very foreign to me that people can give advice to to, uh, individuals and not know their tax situation. We don't do that. We look at all these aspects. And as you know, we talk about estate planning and asset protection. It's very unique what we do as a firm, and we've been doing it for a long time. We know what we're doing. And I want you to be aware of these things. That's why I'm going to offer you the end-of-year planning checklist as well as the worksheets, the tax tables, the RMD worksheets. It's all in there. So if you want to give us a call, we'll get this out to you. And, again, it's something you can pack away, not pack away, or set set aside and pull out next the end of next quarter. 800, to get this, these reports and these checklists, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185. And do you want to talk about gains now? Or? Yeah, before we get into that, still summing up the, the Roth conversion and, 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 like you said, the backdoor contribution, another thing you may want to check on and that are becoming more and more prevalent is your company may have a Roth-sponsored yep. uh, retirement plan. What's great about a Roth 401k is those are not means tested as well, and you can put a lot more away in a Roth yeah. 401k than you can in a Roth IRA, just like the rules are for the traditional 401k, traditional yeah. Roth. It, it applies for the Roth 401k. So A, it's not means tested, meaning anyone can contribute, and B, you can contribute up to, uh, again, over $20,000 um, in, into these accounts. So you can start to really position a lot of money in a tax-free way if you have yeah. access to those. So it's important to understand that. What is at your disposal? What can you utilize? And if you don't have those options, then you can start to look at uh, doing it outside of a company plan and doing it on your own in a traditional Roth or, yeah, or yeah. A traditional conversion. There's so many things, and we just don't have time to get into them. That's why if you want to come into one of our offices and sit down with us, we do this complete comprehensive analysis, the forward tax planning analysis, the investment analysis, retirement income analysis. It is complete. So if you want to take advantage of that, please give us a call. You can meet us in any one of our offices throughout Chicagoland. Brian and I will sit down with you. We'll go through all of this. You'll walk out of there with something in hand. You can take it back to your advisors. You can implement it yourself. But you know what? This is something, again, it's forward planning. It's going to be something that you're going to look at 10 years down the road and say, boy, I'm glad I did this. So if you want to take advantage of that, give us a call. 800-748-3185. for a comprehensive tax, retirement, estate, and asset protection analysis. Uh, you know, I was inspired to do that. We just talked about it. So take advantage. Again, it could be the best hour of your time you carve out regarding your financial future. Right. And there's moves that you can make. This is really timely because we're coming up to December 31st. So this is a great opportunity to talk about some of these ideas, too. Really. Yeah, you don't want to wake up December 25th and go, uh-oh, i, I got to do something before the end of the year. What was it I yeah. have to do? What are these things? Again, you want to go in with a strategy and a plan so you can attack it, you can maximize it, you can be as efficient as possible. That's yeah. how you succeed. That's and why then, we have the end-of-year planning report. We have the checklist of things. Yeah. So you can start now and looking at it and go, okay, here's the things I need to do yeah. over the next two months. Or better yet, yeah. come in and see us and we can help you walk you through those things yeah. so that you have a partner, you have an advisor. Then sure, these things get yeah. done because your life's, me- your life's busy messy and we know that's even more prevalent in the holiday season yeah and you can hit the ground running in 2017 but one other thing i did want to mention before we come up against the break 
is what we call unrealized gains and losses. Again, so often we just wait until January, end of January, beginning of February, and start getting these 1099s, the what, I, the, what I like to call the I'm telling on you form, because remember, that goes to the IRS as well. And it says, this is what you made in gains and income and so on. You've got to pay taxes on it. What you want to ask for, and you might want to write this down, is ask for your unrealized and realized capital gains. In fact, you can go online if you're a TD Ameritrade or Fidelity and pull it up. It's going to tell you what gains that you've realized for the year and what are unrealized gains and losses. So unrealized and realized gains and losses. If you have $5,000 of realized gains, it means that someone has been sold, you will pay capital gains on that. Let's say you have 5,000 of realized gains and you have 5,000 of real unrealized losses. The, the positions have not been sold. You may own a stock or a mutual fund or something that's down in value. You can sell it before December 31st and offset the gains. So these are things that, again, we want to look at. Give us a call for the report, and if you have any questions, we'll get that out to you as well. The end of your planning checklist, as well as the worksheets and all the other tables, Another thing, we said we're coming up to this deadline. I guess I have another question for you, in which you might say, Tom, why are you asking me that? But is there a surgery you've been putting off? Uh, my mother-in-law just had her tooth extracted, which, by the way, I love that, a tooth extraction. I always say that I had that done to me, too, and I had an implant put in. But they they always that's the one procedure that I don't think in 2,000 years has there's been any technological advance. It's still a pair of players, by the way, folks. They rip it out. That's called a tooth extraction. I got an implant. I ultimately had an implant. Sounds so much nicer. <laughs> a tooth extraction. Hold on. I love it, too. The dial, You're going to feel a little pressure. When a doctor says to you, you're going to feel a pressure, hold on, folks. There's going to be some pain. But anyway, <laughs> we, we, why am I talking about surgeries and so on? Because guess what? It can be deductible. We talked about charitable deductions. You have until December 31st. You know, actually, there's a spike in surgeries and procedures before the end of the year because... Again, if, it, if there's a certain limit, if it's a certain percentage over your just gross income, it is taxable. It's on your Schedule A, just like charitable deductions. Charitable deductions do not have to be over any threshold. It's just a deduction. So if you have things that, um, you know, you have, uh, like I said, things in your garage, in your attic, round those things up. Get it get it together and, and take them either to AMVETS or to... Uh, whatever these goodwill or salvation army or whatever it may be but if you had a couple thousand dollars of things that are hanging you know you got all these um uh you know my wife has lots of purses and you know clothes and stuff like that which is fine i'm not you know, accoutrement. no <laughs> accoutrement but uh <laughs> you know and then you have some maybe in your garage and sitting there and you just you this is you have two thousand dollars of deductions you know and you're a 30 percent tax bracket that's $600 less in taxes you're paying, but you have until December 31st. Um, and you're doing a good thing. And you're doing a good thing. Absolutely. Ab- obviously. Medic- but medical expenses are deductible. Those are all Schedule A itemized deductions. Now, I did want to mention one because we got off track on there. We were coming up against a break. I'll mention it one more time. The unrealized and realized gains and losses. Again, keep in mind, if you do not, if you pull it up today, you may see you have $5,000 of gains. Realized. That's like if you sell something, that's a realize. You realize a position has been sold. You may not be aware of that. Mutual funds are always buying and selling internally. You may have a gain you're not aware of. Well, you're going to pay tax on that. 
Well, if you have a position you want to get rid of and you haven't sold it yet, here's an opportunity to offset gains and losses. So if you have an unrealized loss, you can sell it, realize it, and then offset the gain. And again, you see where we start adding these things up? I said you get 600 to 1000 in charitable deductions. You give another $3,000 off your tax taxable income or $3,000 of tax that you owe by contributing more to your employer plan. You have some other charitable, I mentioned the charitable deductions. Um, you offset some gains and you save another five. To, you know, it could be thousands of dollars every year that you have either deferred or you've, you've uh, minimized your taxes every year and you put yourself in a better position down the road. This is planning. Okay, we didn't get into gifting, but you have until the end of the year to gift as well. And again, we believe in those adage when it comes to retirement planning. Yeah, we do a great job in our investment plans and and, and, and being advisors to our clients. But it's not what you make; it's what you keep. And all these strategies again help you keep more money in your pocket, help you increase that bottom line. And that's really all about is getting that bottom yeah. line, keeping more money in your pocket, giving you that financial peace of mind and financial freedom. I mean, this is what it's, this is how we plan. And it's, as I said, we do comprehensive, complete, you know, as I like to say at the end of this whole process, your estate, tax, investment, and retirement plan, income plan, it's complete. You're complete. Get this information, the end of your planning checklist with the reports, the worksheets. You can also register for our end of your planning workshop on November 19th. All here and come in and see us. All these things. And you know what? It's all free. You have no excuse. Okay. I'm getting angry. 800 748 3185. 800 for all this information. As always, everyone, have a blessed week, and let's get to work. The Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, will return next Saturday at 9 a.m. For information or questions about any of the content of the show, or to speak with Tom or Brian, call 800-748-3185. That's 800-748-3185. And be sure to tune in next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.